This is Power 1 and 2 Digital, the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. All right, thank you so much, Champlain. All the services are part in our 8 o'clock news brief. Thank you so much. Check them out. They're on the Eastern Main Road, opposite Carrierbury, Canvas, and whatsoever. All right. Stuck in traffic in that area? Then you can pop on by. All right. Traffic wise, Valencia Strat, straight from the police station towards Valencia Junction. You've got traffic. Omera Road is heavy. Payaco, straight up towards Port of Spain. You got some traffic. Um, got an accident this morning. Uh, and it is after Curep. All right. Uh, and it is westbound. After that, after Valsen, you're pretty clear until Baratari. You're picking up Eastern Main Road, Chocolate Block, Southern Main Road, Curep heavy as well. Solo, you're clear until you get to Sugar Gorners heading northbound. Alright? Alright, so I'm going to take a quick break, gentlemen. When I come back, we will have our next guest online, Robin Reinsing. Alright? President of the Petro Dealers Association. We are a team. We are prepared. These are the fighters. My Caribbean brothers and sisters, from June 1st to November, prepare now. Not after, prepare now. Disaster fighters. Na 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 na. Let's do this together now. Hurricane fighters. We got fight to make it better. Food and water. Trim the trees. Check on the LLE. Check your neighbor and your friend them. Wear your mask to protect them. Check the news to inform them. This message was brought to you by the Office of Disaster Preparedness and Management, Trinidad and Tobago, and the Caribbean Disaster Emergency Management Agency. Every Sunday, enjoy brunch at the Cascadia Hotel for an introductory price of only $99. Brunch time runs from 10.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. Kids 5 and under, accompanied by an adult, eat for free. So bring the entire family and enjoy in this delicious feast every Sunday at the Cascadia Hotel. Don't miss out. Call 235-4554 and make your reservation now. Brunch at the Cascadia Hotel for an introductory price of only $99. Special conditions apply. It's hot, hot, hot. Furniture Plus September mattress sale is sizzling. Get therapeutic mattresses starting from just $999. Plus, free gifts when you buy select Serta and Sealy mattresses. Available with cash and higher purchase plans. Check press and social media for details. All right, thank you so much, Evil Twin. 21 minutes after the hour of 8 o'clock. And thank you so much for joining us on the third hour of the Power Breakfast Show on Power 102 Digital. Of course, our... Guest is already online. Uh, good morning to you, Mr. Robin Narayan Singh. How are you? Morning. Good morning to, to you, your panel, and to your wider listening audience. Thank you for having me. All right. Thank you so much for being on. Of course, you're the president of the Petro Dealers Association. We have Paul Richards, we have Richard Ragobara Singh, and Wendell Stephen. Morning, Hi, Mr. Narayan Singh. Uh, good morning, Mr. Narayan Singh. And thank you for logging in early and being so patient. We went over with the last interview, uh, so we apologize for that. All right, budget today, and uh, a lot of 
focus has been placed on the possibility of the subsidy being reduced and the consequent increase in prices at the pump. Uh, do you think the market is ready for this? And what do you think the impact will be if it does happen? Thank you. Thank you for your question. Do you think there's any good time for the market to be ready for a price increase? <laughs> I don't think there, there has ever been a good time for a uh, uh, population to be ready for a price increase. Yeah. How does that affect petroleum dealers, though? Because if it is that price goes up, I, I suppose one of the corollaries of that is that some motorists, if not, I, I don't know what percentage of motorists, are going to reduce their gas. Sure. They're going to buy less of the pump. And if yeah. they're buying less of the pump, that must affect um, petroleum dealers. Correct. Um, how big a problem is that? Well, the, the reduction of revenue does cause a problem to petroleum dealers. You would have to you have to be conservative in the service that you provide and but there's very little you can really cut back because the electricity cost remains the same the operational costs remain the same but the revenue stream to pay for it would be would be under pressure you know it would be under pressure especially if price go up and there is not enough margins for the petroleum dealers you will have a substandard service because sometimes you know, you may not be able to, to, to get the product um, readily in some stations, especially if, if you have a small volume, it will be very hard pressed for some of those dealers. To survive. Your brought yeah. up the issue of margins. Can you update us? I know that that issue of the margins that petroleum dealers have has been a long-standing issue. I mean, for years, we have interviewed... Um, um, members yeah. of your fraternity for years about that issue yeah. and Absolutely. how little it is. And I know the state had said that they were going to increase the margin. Um, I think maybe two years ago, or I think it was, I, I can't remember precisely. I know Minister Imber would have mentioned it, that they're going to increase the margins and stuff. Has that ever been done? We did get a slight increase, but it still is, we just barely, not even break it even, we just under the, the opportunity to pay our taxes properly and stuff like that. Some dealers are really under pressure to, to meet their obligations, you know, especially in terms of credit card um, charges and, and, the, and there's also the, the, uh, the, the um, overdraft charges. There are, a lot of, there are a lot of pressures on the gas station dealers to to meet that obligation. However, so is, it that, is, it that, is it that the petroleum dealers want a larger margin than they have now then? Well, we are looking for at least a 15% a 15%, a 15 um, margin on our, our turnover, you know? What is it currently? It's, it's less than 10, it's about seven, it's about 6%. We Is that something that you all have lobbied the Ministry of Finance? Yes, we have, yes, we have. Do you expect that to be part of the budget package today? I really, I, I hope they are. You see, I mean, you have to put things in context. You know, the, the Minister of Finance having a job that he has, I mean, he probably is really under pressure. A lot of us on the outside think we know what should be done. and But it's only when you have the figures in front of you and how you, you see, the thing about it is when you're making a budget, you have to have capital 
use capital to the most effective use of that capital. And that's where you allocate capital to the most e efficient use of it. However, you take money and you put it into national petroleum hands and they pay themselves big salaries rather than updating the, the facilities at the gas station so that the community could get better service. And these are the, these are the, uh, are the things people have to be accountable for and they just go by the wayside. And as a result- so you don't think that the, the regulator is doing as good a job as they should in, in terms of managing that capital in that sector for the benefit of the general public? I think we are, we are in a, a very regulated industry because of the nature of our industry. We are very regulated, but we do not have a regulator. Oh, our regulator is absent. There's nobody you can, if, if I have a problem and I go to the Ministry of Energy to say, look, our suppliers are treating us this way. Could you intervene to see if you can rectify the problem? There's nothing you can do about it. They just sit back and nothing is done. So as a, as a result, we have to just go along with what is happening. And it, it's just, it becomes, it becomes real decadent. It becomes, you know, a, a, a place where the power rules because every, anybody who controls the supply has the power. You know, this is, this is how the world is. If, I, if you depend on, on supplies from me and I, can, and I can tell you when you could get supplies, not when you want it, but when, I, when you can get it, I control you. And that is the problem the petroleum dealers are under right now. Is, is, there, is there a tracking of the, the reduction in revenue in terms of petroleum stations across TNT? Like, is it that it's some are doing better than others? Is it that some have or have all decreased in revenue by 10% or 15%? Do you have any of that kind of data? Okay. According to the Act, all, the, all um, those information has to be submitted to the Ministry of Energy every month from every dealer, including National Petroleum, have to submit their, their um their revenue stream or their, their gas, the gas purchase and sales. And what happened, there should be a department in the Ministry of Energy to reconcile the, the differences where there's shortfall or where there's overage. That I don't know if that has been done. You see, you have to have collaboration and you have to have a system set up where people can sit down and have discourse, meaningful, artful dialogue, you know, where they can speak with each other and iron out problems. But that has not been facilitated over the past five, 10 years. And as a result of you know, that- You know what is amazing about this, Mr. Narayan Singh, is that Trinidad and Tobago has been in the business of petroleum products for over 100 years. Correct. We're one of the oldest on the planet in terms of oil and the industry of oil. And we're talking about, of course, one of the one of the byproducts of oil would be, you know, the gasoline that we use in our vehicles and stuff. You would think that our infrastructure is at a sophisticated level in dealing with it because we've been dealing with it for so long. But what you, the picture you're painting is that is it it comes across a little chaotic in my mind. It is, it is, it's, it's really chaotic. Could you just imagine it, our industry, 
The act says, there, there's a petroleum act that says that every gas station dealer must have a license every year, renewable every year. Do you know for the last 10 years, no license have been issued? How do you account for that? How, how, how do you operate in a society or in a regulated industry when this is not being, being done? Well, well, is it issued or renewed? You said you said you said every year it's supposed to be renewed, but then you said no new license, no no licenses have been issued. Is it? I, I, I'm a bit confused there. Okay, well, I mean, issued and renewed, I, I use it interchangeably because if you have a if you have a a license and it has to be renewed every year, somebody has to issue it, right? Right. Okay, so that, that's 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 what I meant. Talking about new license, that's a different thing. There's a there's a procedure for that. There's an mm. application have to be made. It has to be gazetted. It has to be out in the public, and people have to comment on whether a license is issued. National Petroleum, because listen to the corruption. How corruption could take place because that license is not issued. National Petroleum could get up on the morning and say, look, I'm giving um, Mr. Rabobar this gas station to run for one year. And nobody could say nothing about it. Mm. And then they could say, look, they're coming to take away this gas station. Now, nine out of 10 times, I may not have the funds to fight them in court. So what do I do? I just go down, I just go down and give Mr. Rabobar his gas station and NP. Probably he has more money than I do. So he pays somebody some money to get that that done. This is, I'm not saying that that is done, but I'm just telling mm -hmm. you how without proper procedure things can unfold. But you're right though, he does have more money than you. I agree. I, <laughs> but, 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 <laughs> no, but I'm just saying. So you're saying that every year you're supposed to renew your gas station license. And to the last yes. year, they have not been renewed. So, it has how, been re sorry? so what's, the, what, what's happening then? Are you, are you saying that these gas stations operating illegally? Exactly, exactly. As a matter of fact, there is a judgment by um, just, just Quinlan, Quinlan um, Thomas. Thomas. Yes, yeah. she gave a judgment and she said in her, her judgment, it is frightening to note that this is a situation has been happening for the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. She said she cannot, there's a judgment that, that we asked the ministry to issue license. And she she clearly in her judgment, it was really disparaging to the, to the authorities. Mm -hmm. And I don't understand why this cannot be rectified. You know, it takes, imagine the petroleum dealers making, making representation for this to, to, this to take place. But between National Petroleum, the Ministry of Energy, and the petroleum dealers, we couldn't settle it. We have to go to a third party for a judge to tell them that they, should, they have to issue license. Yeah. I think it part is, of the problem is that there is a, there is a kind of monopoly, in, in a sense. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a full monopoly. But because NP is such a powerful player in the market, and the market is not completely liberalized, you you're going to encounter those kind of bureaucratic issues because NP is state connected. Well, so this is this is another thing, Mr. Uh, this listen, 
National Petroleum gets $160 million every year in the budget to do upgrades of gas station. But what did they do? They take about $34 million and they build one gas station and the rest of the country just have to watch. You know, so that people, let's say people in Rio Claro, people in, in Cedrus, uh, that community is deprived of a better oh, yeah. service. I saw the gas station in in Icarcus. In Icarcus. Like, it's one and because it's in Icarcus and it looked like, you know. No, <laughs> back but in I the mean, time. There's some gas stations that just look back in the time when you pass them. They may, may they look as if they may have updated pumps, but they don't look very welcoming. You're like, uh, are they getting good gas there? <laughs> and so you no, seriously, seriously, and and you know the the country, the, the, the gas station NP is a ubiquitous name in every in every community. You know, it's in every community, and as a result of that, there's no pride in the community. The, I remember when I was a, a, a little guy, you know, going with my dad in the gas station. In the community, when they built the gas station in St. Helena, the policeman used to come and play and the whole community used to come out in the gas station to listen to the, to the policeman playing music and stuff like that. Today, the gas station is not a community um, environment anymore. Mm. That they, they try, to, they try to, to move away from that sort of... Um, Thing. So that is that is the I don't know if that's the price of development, but you know, funny enough that you would bring up that you know the pandemic gave us an opportunity to show who are the important people in our society. Who, what are the value system of work? What is the dignity of work? A lot of people stay home and work during the pandemic for a whole year. But yet you had people going out, like the grocery workers, the gas station workers, the nurses, the doctors, they went out and worked. So you had an opportunity to have a reset in your country, to change the value system, to know who were the important people, the garbage man, who, who are the important people in our society. Now, when you're preparing a budget, that is what you have to think about in terms of how you go forward. Do we need the purchase of all this fuel to drive to work on our eight or four job? Can we do it? Can we work at home to reduce our fuel consumption? This is the things we have to think about. And as a result of that, we have to put things in place. But I am not, I'm not a politician. I don't prepare budget. But I mean, this is just my simple contribution. As a You're right. After all these supposed gains made, but but working from one online and hybrid systems the order was given for all public people to public sector workers to go back out to work <laughs> apparently the, to, to put the infrastructure in place to have hr ir concerns met with connectivity hardware issues met with to have some sort of tiered system is beyond this as a country <laughs> so you know what everybody go back out mm. So Makes I, no sense. You mentioned earlier on, Mr. Norensing, that there's no time, there's no great time to reduce subsidies. But people are now faced with significant food cost, in particular, increases due to inflation. We could go through the Ladida of the Ukraine war, the energy commodity prices, the price of shipping and stuff. And now, if this materializes today, which to all indicators are that it will at some level, it will now add additional costs to the, to the transportation of goods and services in, in the system, which will again 
inflate the prices of basic food items or food items, let me say. And so, I mean, I mean as I understand the difficult position the Minister of Finance is damned if you do, damned if you don't. Mm. You know? I, my, my suggestion is, listen, look at who are the, who are the beneficiaries of this subsidy? Who, ask yourself, who are the beneficiaries? Do you, you, Mr. Paul Richards, do you want government to subsidize you? I'm sure the answer is no. I'm sure you don't want the government to subsidize you in buying your gas because- you, Well, it's not a matter of what I want, wait, it's a wait, matter let, of what let, I think let, is practical let, at this time. Let me, let me what I want is the government to subsidize my whole gas tank, but that's not practical at this time. No, but you see, that you see, you want a you want a country, you want a people to have pride in themselves that they can work and maintain themselves. And how do you do that? First of all, you have to build proper road infrastructure. But the capacity of every citizen is not the same, Mr. Rising. Everybody does not the same capacity to either pay or ah. don't pay for the subsidy. I know, but I, just bear with me for a second. Yeah, I want land developers' point. <laughs> just, just think about this. If you have good road facilities, you have a good transportation facilities, and the government decides, look, the fishing industry, I'm going to subsidize that to a certain extent because people go out to fish, but not every day they catch that fish. So you subsidize that because they bring food to the country. You have the agricultural... The, um, industry, you subsidize that because they produce something that is beneficial to all of us. You have the, the, the Taxi Drivers Association or the PTSC, you subsidize that because they transport people to and from work. But generally speaking, the manufacturing industry, they, they don't need subsidy because they go out, they buy their goods, they bring it in, and they charge you the same price as if they, they had no subsidy, because if you compare the prices, the cup prices with the grocery and the grocery stores right now to the grocery price in the States, it's almost the same price. So who are the ones that benefit from subsidy? So the government have to decide how you, who you're subsidizing and how you use that subsidy to make us all to have it on an equitable basis. And we have I don't, think the, government, the I don't think the government can curate it to that degree, to that level. I think um, it's either they're reducing the subsidy or they're not. I think it's as simple as that. I think curating it to say, well, X gets the subsidy, but Y doesn't, increases a level of bureaucracy that is unmanageable and opens the door for corruption. Well, I mean, it's all done in your taxes, in your filing of your taxes, and we all pay taxes. So if you, you mean they, that's where they will get the rebate? Oh well, I, I don't know how you know. I mean, you have you have really um, people in top management like Mr. Richards and stuff like that who is in Parliament. They are the ones who will sit down and discuss how these things are done. I mean. If you have good management, anything is possible, you know. I don't mean them discussions. First of all, you have to have first of all, you have to have an objective, a goal that you want your society to attain. And how you get your society to attain this goal is by selling it, get people to believe in the value of Trinidad and Tobago. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If, you know, if, I, I I am of the full, I am my gut feeling is that nothing will be done about um, the subsidy in this budget, this particular budget, 
Um, I think this will be a, as much of a feel-good budget as we have had for a long time, simply because of what the, the signals that have been coming out from the Ministry of Finance and the government as a whole, in terms of how they have benefited from, from the gas prices and the oil prices recently. That's my gut feeling. Now is not the time to put further burden on this population, especially with the messages you've been sending. So I am hopeful. So how do you go to pay down the country's debt? Again, the messages that have been coming is that they've been getting this windfall, they've been getting this extra income, you understand? And what they've been using it for, they've been using it to pay off debts from the previous government, they've been using it to settle debts from this government, they've been using it to try to, make, to ease the burden on the population. And that's how I see the tone of, of this budget coming. I may be wrong, but that's how I see that this budget coming. But you know, whatever whatever befalls us, whatever come at us, I think we have a very resilient population that want to have the best interests of Trinidad and Tobago. And that is what we have to sell to our population. Mm. Because at the end of the day, we all have to survive and we all we are all in this together. You mm. know, no one is better than anyone here in Trinidad and Tobago. Mm. So if we accept that or we could kind of consolidate that we are all in this together we 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 have the resilience to move forward in many many ways you know better than most countries we are not divided as you think we are hmm. yeah i hear you i hear you i i, I again as i said mr no i think would you be willing to take some calls from all this stuff sure sure it's not a problem right. we, we've gone whole morning with just us talking so let's try to Getting up some of all this now. Steve, are you there? That you can take call? I guess not. But where it's just me and you now, Mr. Well, Ranting. It's just me and Mr. Ranting on the program. Everybody gone. <laughs> I see him, Steve, right there. Because Steve, you, Steve, we wanted to take some calls. Um, so we wanted to open up the line, Steve. Yeah. So, so we'll take some calls. Two to two yeah. talk, two to two eight two five five. Um, that's the number you can call. Two to two talk, two 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 eight two five five. North Americans, um, you can call and also and weigh in on the topic eight six six five two five ten ninety nine, and that's absolutely toll free eight six six five two five ten ninety nine. And of course, people on the web and the app, you know what to do in terms of getting your message across. Mm -hmm. Because I'm using my phone, I can only see who's speaking at one point in time. I can't see all the... Well, you'll need to change your setting. You can see all. It doesn't need to change your yeah. setting. I can't? Yes. Yeah, well, change it to grid. You need to go to grid. Yeah. But Mr. Narayan Singh, part of the issue, I mean, I hear Wendell on what's expected in the budget. Of course, we have a local government elections coming up. So I assume some local government issues are going to feature. If I, if I understand politicians at all, <laughs> I assume local government issues are going to feature in some way or the other because the local government elections is due. And um, I, I don't know how much relief he's going to give because, you know, we were talking about this earlier, Wendell, the mm -hmm. issue of negotiations with unions. Um, if it is too positive a budget of the state gives the narrative that they have money and things are better, then that's going to fuel unions to say, oh, okay, that's what you're saying. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. 
then we don't want any four percent. We want well, whatever they want, ten or eight yeah. or fifteen, yeah. whatever it is. All right, gentlemen, we have so some I think, calls. I think the Minister of Finance will have to carefully balance the words he uses um, in terms of whatever the budget is today. Good morning. Yeah, morning, morning, uh, morning, all and your and your, um, your guest there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Ryan I'm, Singh. I'm sorry, Mr. Ryan Singh, and he is the president of of the Super Petro Dealers Association. Petroleum, Petroleum Associations. The Petroleum oh, Association, the dealers. Petroleum dealers, yeah. Ah, okay. My Petroleum apologies. Dealers Association. All right, all right. Well, I, I believe for years they have been um, tackling the government to increase their percentage. But, you know, uh, is, is the question here is is, is, um, is really if, if it is a, a workable one at, at this point in time and, and for the public to, to actually come up with this association and ask them, to find out at least what is the government going, what is the government doing using the funds that were so proclaimed years ago in budgets passed over seven years ago with, with, with in connection with the, the, the gas tax that is being forced on the public to pay for the roads enhancement program that has never, and it is yet to, we are yet to see any improvement in that regard. So, I mean, there is is absolutely nothing here for the the general public in Trinidad and Tobago to to really and truly put a finger on with respect to a a benefit moving forward to at least to assist the the public of Trinidad and Tobago. I mean, and, and and, and now I'm hearing this morning that supermarkets, Prices have have increased since yesterday, and and, huh? and the associ and yeah the and the associations it, that is that is so standing up. This individual, this young, this you, this individual that represents the supermarket association, Rajiv yeah, Dipti. Yeah, he Dipti. He doesn't like he's under a rock or something because he never he, he never reflects or even make up a. a, a Make a statement in regard to these things. The supermarket prices every day goes up. Every week, sorry. Let's get them a week. Every week it goes up. And no one, no one in the island is doing anything worse yet, Mr. Dipti. So, I mean, again, coming back to your, to, to your guest here, what is he doing as an association? I know he's protecting his or fighting for his association for um, increases by national petroleum but what what really and truly what really and truly is it benefiting the public and the island of Trinidad and Tobago you know what I mean thank you very much thank you I'm not so sure how you expect Mr. Narayan to answer that yeah because there are lots of things even with the groceries there's a lot there are a lot of costs that are external to them um, in terms of what's causing the price increases is it that you're asking them to take a cut in their profit margins? I don't know if that's what you think, if that's what you're suggesting. But certainly, um, because certainly grocery prices are going up all over the world. And I know it's one of the, but for example, in the United States, because they had some, you know, they have, they have their midterm elections coming up. And, one of, and the number one issue is the economy. Yeah. And people um, groaning and up in arms about the prices in groceries. The cost of living that's gone up, and the price of food—that's a, a global issue. So I don't know how much Rajiv Dipti 
as a businessman or or the or the association he represents what much what you expect them to do when you say but, think about the country can, what 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 do you mean by think about the country what you saying take less profits is that what you're saying right but richard is a valid question eh? because i would have asked mr Dipti that before and i guess it's also relevant to mr narine if if gas stations slash groceries are accustomed to 20 percent profit every month is it then that within with, with the increases that they're going to decide okay maybe 15 percent we could live on 15 percent we could exist on 15 percent profit as opposed to the 20 percent we are accustomed getting i had asked that question before and that question i guess is i think that is along that line the, the, the caller was 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 posing his his his, his, his that's what i was asking is that that's what if that's what yeah. he was suggesting that they reduce yeah. the profit margins yeah yeah is that something is con that is considered mr rising is he there sir yes he's right well, you see um the profit profit margin <laughs> in a gas station remember we are we not like the groceries we are in a regulated market yep. the government set the price and there are certain there's a certain things that you have to do and it is costly to do to maintain you have to maintain the pumps you have to maintain the the, the nozzle you have to maintain and these things are replaceable so after so many uses you have, it has to be replaced so it's not like mm -hmm. a it's not like a grocery shelf you put it there and you pack things and then people move it and it goes no we have we have consumables items that have to be you know put in place no remember some of this is on the gas station cost and some is on national petroleum cost but national petroleum refused to put to, to spend the money to have these things updated they don't paint the stations they don't they don't make it nice for people to, to to come so a lot of gas station dealers have to put all that extra when it's supposed to be on the wholesale margin they have to take it out of the retail margins to, to do that so so it put added pressure on the gas station dealer. Who, who pays the electricity bill for a gas station? Sorry? Why, why, are gas stations, why aren't gas stations using solar lighting in so far as that they are out in the open and, and access to, to solar? Why aren't they using solar lighting? Why aren't they using it or why? Why aren't think, they? Well, remember, we, we come from a long tradition, you know, since I remember, so they haven't been able to change the expenditure on that, you know. We haven't had what you might call uh, uh, any experience on, in that field. I think mm. there's one, two gas stations that have it. Um, Brentwood Gas Station in Chaguaras, and then you have the one in Prisal that have this uh, solar. Cooper. And... Um, well the results on that it's so short it's so short space of time we haven't really had what is the you know the downside for the you know we haven't had any of the um, results on that as yet but i think you all should look into that it's certainly for external lighting solar lighting should be considered yeah well, yeah I, I suppose part of it is going to be what mr ryan Singh is saying that they are very limited income to do much Mm. So, but, but a lot of those NP franchises, NP supposed to deal with those issues. I don't know. Am maybe, I right, maybe. Mr. Ranting? That's right. NP supposed to deal with those issues. So I suppose the, 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 the question is, why hasn't NP invested more in transitioning um, gas stations to solar so they come off the grid? Correct. Yes, because NP correct. is by far the largest owner of gas stations across the country. 
Correct. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. Robin Narayan Singh, I want to thank you so much for being on the Power Breakfast show this morning as we do our pre-budget discussion. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I hope everything works out in everybody's favor today. Thank you. Yes. All, right. All, All the best right, to you. We'll chat soon. <laughs> Take care. Thank you. Yeah. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Take a quick break. Be right back. Do you need to get work done on your vehicle? Look no further than the Auto Champions. Champlay Auto Services. From vehicle inspection to shutdown service, they do it all. Champlay Auto Services. Great mechanics and technicians. Exceptional customer service with accessories galore. Champlay Auto Services is your one-stop shop. They are your auto champions. You name it, they can fix it. Champlay Auto Services. Eastern Main Road, opposite Carib. Call 662-6545 and like us on Facebook. Champlay Auto Services. We do it all. Every Sunday, enjoy brunch at the Cascadia Hotel for an introductory price of only $99. Brunch time runs from 10.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. Kids 5 and under, accompanied by an adult, eat for free. So bring the entire family and enjoy in this delicious feast every Sunday at the Cascadia Hotel. Don't miss out. Call 235-4554 and make your reservation now. Brunch at the Cascadia Hotel for an introductory price of only $99. Special conditions apply. It's hot, hot, hot. Furniture Plus September mattress sale is sizzling. Get therapeutic mattresses starting from just $999. Plus, free gifts when you buy select Serta and Sealy mattresses. Available with cash and higher purchase plans. Check press and social media for details. All right, here's your KISS power choice. Thank you so much to the KISS Baking Company. Here's a little King Austin for you. Oh, yeah, you know the song. Progress. Your kiss, power choice. Today, when I look around in the world, what do I see? I see footprints that man have left on the sun while walking through times. I see fruits of our ambitions, segments of our imaginations. And I ask myself, when will it end? When will it end? It is plain to see. Universally, this land is not bountiful as it was. Simply because, in his quest for success, nothing stands in man's way. All rivers run dry. Soon the birds will fly. The mountains will be no longer high. And when I really think of it, I just wonder why, oh why I see charity deplored Equal rights totally ignored Wisdom and ingenuity Working in accord Simply to afford such inventions as to more nuclear warfare and environmental warfare. And I wonder now, where do we go from here? Profits everywhere. Gaze upon the horizon and declare that judgment will come as the savage hands 
of unscrupulous men while everything pass by. Time is running out as we eat and drink species at the brink of the next things. And I think no one can deny that the price of progress is high, real high. I see consciousness as beauty as today we live recklessly. Money make egos inflate and thereby create a turbulent state. I see a struggle between the sexes, new hang ups and old complexes. Now the question is, right in context, what shall be next? I've already seen this world have come divided between race, color, creed, and class. And some of the things this scripture predict truthfully come to pass. Soil that wouldn't be here. Children making children to be a part of this growing mass. And I ask if this is progress, how long will it last? King Austin, progress. Thank you so much to the Kiss Making Company. Alright. Gentlemen, this is where we wrap it up for this Budget Day Monday. Absolutely. And I'm just reminding people that theater is on this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. this weekend is Saturday, October 1st, and Sunday, October 2nd. Greedy People is on at Cipriani College in Valsine. Tickets are at all outlets. You can get tickets at any of the outlets that we usually advertise. Of course, you can check RSRR Productions on Facebook. And you can get all of the information, including how to purchase your tickets online. So have a fantastic day, and we'll speak to you bright and early tomorrow morning. All right, folks, have a wonderful day. Remember to let go and let go. Thank you for choosing Power 102 Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.